This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Donald Trump canceled. The police absolutely fucking canceled. What about Kanye West or Hannah Brown or Jeffrey Star? Should anyone be canceled? Stay tuned for Paige and I's thoughts on cancel culture in 2020. Hello, Euphorians! What it is? That was enthusiastic, because I'm excited that we're back, and it's not as, like, depressing and awful as our last episode. Not awful, that's so bad. <laughs> you know what I mean, the tone was it's much different. It's a little different. lighter this week. We're I'm... just gonna shoot the shit about cancel culture a bit. We know? are, and I'm about to crack open a, a brewski. Mm. Ooh, did you hear that? It's actually not a brewski, it's a truly... Am I allowed to say that on here, since we're not sponsored? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> we don't have to be sponsored by Truly to say their name. I'm drinking a passion I wish you were fruit. Truly, I feel like who on Euphoria would drink this? Um, Someone our that's girl like, uh, BB would definitely be drinking Truly. BB would absolutely be drinking. I feel a like all the, I feel like she'd be more white cloth. I feel though. like the whole girl squad would drink Truly's. I think like Cassie and Maddie would drink Truly's. I feel like BB would drink a white claw. I feel like white claw's a little white more. White claw's ra- a little trashier, but yeah. they're kind of all one in the same. Like, totally. They're all kind of trashy. Well, whatever. I'll take it. I'll be BB tonight, and I'll be sipping on this Truly. Yeah. Well. You're right, though. White Claw is a little trashier. It is. Truly is And their like a, flavors are less good. Truly is a little more esteemed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, last week was great. We had a lot of great topics to cover, but today we're kind of going down a different route, but it's all still relative to a lot of the conversation that's going on. Um, we decided we wanted to talk about cancel culture because... It's just super prevalent right now in the media, on social media, you name it, it's out there. Everyone's talking about it because of recent events that have taken place. Mm -hmm. It's like, who do we cancel? Who do we support? It's like, oh my God, they said this like 25 years ago. Like, should we not buy their product anymore? To a certain extent, I understand why people get overwhelmed and kind of don't care anymore, meaning they don't care enough to put the effort in to cancel someone because there's a lot of shit out there that probably should be canceled that isn't. Yeah, I mean, cancel culture is very uh, youth adjacent, very social media, Twitter. Was there cancel culture like back in our parents' very, day? Uh, very entertainment industry adjacent. Um, so it feels quasi-relevant to everything we're talking about. Um, I mean, if you want to get into the history of it, I, I think, think we should uh, in a minute. Should we do updates first or should we go like deep diving into cancel culture? No, let's do the updates first. Okay, we'll Hit do it. Our... with the euphoria updates. <laughs> We're just really excited if you can't tell I to mean, be back yeah, to podcasting. Just questions, so, yeah. I know. I run my mouth really fast, but I do feel like we need some euphoric updates. Zendaya, our queen, she's been posting her Bulgari. Bulgari? Did I say that right? Bulgari. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a necklace from them, you but I can't this. even name it. I know, I do know it, but like every time I see it, I get self conscious because I've heard sometimes it's spelled differently too, by the way. Well, they use, they use the stylized like Latin U, which looks like a V in it's confusing, most of though. their branding. But it's confusing. And you feel like an idiot just... if you say it wrong, right? Because you like want to like, flash I mean, it off. you're not, you can't say bul- like Bulgari. Bulgari. <laughs> like, it's Bulgari. Well, she's been posting her... Well, she actually didn't post, but they posted their campaign with her. So that's been circulating through all the fan accounts. Um, All I want to say is one of the quotes on her post was... Or on the Bulgari post said, Zendaya, the icons are never... Oh, wait. Fuck. 
I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> True icons are never too much. There you go. I feel like that is True so... True icons are never too much? That's so Queensy. yeah. Mm. True icons are never too much. That's like the slogan for her. Statement. Yeah. I thought it said, the icons are never too much. And I was like, the <laughs> icons. Like, wow, Zendaya. That's a the weird icon. slogan. Well, she's a true icon, and she's never too much. She's definitely not even a little bit too much. She's like... It's a weird slogan to pair with her, because she's so low-key. That's what I was just going like to say, though. Slogan... She's, like, not even a little bit. She's, like... Yeah, that's the slogan you should use if you have, like, the most over-the-top. That's, like, Paris Hilton's, like, exactly. endorsement slogan. Like... So, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> so really Zendaya's match. So, so chill. She doesn't need a slogan like that. No, but she's super adorable in the ad. She's rocking that jewelry. She's iced. She looks great. Iced. <laughs> she's great. Hunter, some news. Um, hers is all pretty serious. She hasn't been posting anything weird, nothing out of the ordinary. She's still very much out there supporting the black trans community, which is great. I reposted on our Instagram story as well as added to our doc five of the organizations that she listed in one of her posts. So if anyone's interested in donating or signing petitions, check out our link in bio. Oh, also, yeah. I'm really impressed by how many Euphorians shared our anti-racist resources. Um, nice. No, Love really. It. it was like being circulated by a lot of fan accounts that have huge followings. So thank you so much. Hell um, yeah. Because, yeah, at the end That's of the day, we. Hear. Yeah, we joke around and we shoot the shit on this podcast but that was actually a labor of love and it's something that's really important so thank you for sharing i mean look if even like five people like saw that and acted that'd be like a huge win like i'd be stoked on that so like i mean as you go down the funnel less than like it's like shared with like x amount of people how many people open it how many people actually do anything but even if like five people did anything yeah is there a way to check that i should look into that i've just been looking at people sharing it and there's been a lot of people on our instagram sharing it so thank you so much to anyone that did we appreciate it so much hell yeah love that um so yeah uh jacob jacob alordi so kissing booth 2 comes out very soon (laughs) i am so stoked alex is over here he's in it right yeah okay so he's in it but it's i thought we were talking about whether he might not be in it or something at some in some former episode a lot of people didn't really like i mean i was not you know i'm not a jacob alordi super fan meaning i love him but i didn't follow him before euphoria so i'm not quite sure they were filming it before euphoria so they did film two a while back so me so what you're saying about me thinking he wasn't going to do it, that was just based on me be- thinking there's no way he'll do it because he broke up with Joey King, who also plays her- the love interest on that show. Mm-hmm. They did it in real life. It was a bunch of drama. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, so he actually, well, um, that's coming out soon. Go support Jacob Elordi. I will absolutely be watching Kissing Booth 2. Alex is eye-rolling so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so he is in it. Yeah. He's in it, and I guess he's, like, in Africa during it. Like, or I don't even... Actually, I might just be butchering this all together because I'm a little tipsy for my Truly. But I think, like, he's never actually, like, with the cast that much. So that just goes to show uh, okay. there must have been some kind of, like, agreement yeah. going into it. Like, I'll do this project if I don't have to be with, like, my ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Because can't actors do that? Yeah, I mean, you can try, at least. You can negotiate for stuff like that. Well, I feel like for Kissing Booth 2... He probably did go in trying to negotiate that because he was, like, the reason it blew up. Meaning, in my opinion, he made the the movie. So yeah. I feel like they're not willing to lose him. So I'm sure they were willing to accommodate any of his, A lot like, of the times in situations like that, too, people are just like, I'm not really that interested in this pro- project, so make my role, like, minor. Let me, like, totally. film my scenes, like, off-site and, like, kind totally. of phone this in. Like, I'm he not seems, really into it. He seems way That's too chill and professional to have been like, oh, it's my ex-girlfriend, I can't do it. So I think what you just said is more accurate. He probably yeah. just said, I don't really want to do this, but, like, yeah, throw me a bone. Yeah. So he did an interview with GQ, GQ Australia. Um, that pretty much was just going over Kissing Booth 2 and Euphoria and his roles in both and how, like, he's kind of frustrated that the story being putting out there is that, like, he went from Kissing Booth to a much more serious role when really, like, as an actor, most of the time you go into acting wanting to be in a serious role. You're not like, oh, God, I hope I land, like, Kissing Booth on Netflix. And some are, I don't know, but Jacob wasn't, so... His interview was really great. I loved it. It was very honest. I like that he didn't hold back. He pretty much said, like, Euphoria was what he had been waiting for. 
he essentially kind of threw Kissing Booth under the bus, but not really. Like, in a nice way. He, like, kind of was like, yeah, that was, like, then, but this is now. Let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah, it sounds like he's <laughs> kind of pulling the uh, the old Robert Pattinson. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, he kind How of... How can you blame him? No, I don't blame him at all. And I love him as an actor post-Twilight. Like, he didn't really enjoy doing that at all. And as soon as it was over, he was like, let me get into, like, the weirdest shit possible. And, like, since then, he's proven himself to be a really talented actor, and he's also done, like, incredibly weird, weird projects. Totally. Um, and I love And successful ones. It's like also, a, that's also a Daniel Radcliffe move. He did the same thing. Yeah. He was like, yeah, Harry Potter's over, and now I'm going to get naked on stage in, in a Broadway. play about a boy, like, banging a horse. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool but i think it works for both yeah. of them they've both done some interesting weird projects and shown they actually can act it and does just be like teen icons and from my research research i do feel like jacob alordi is a good guy so i take back a lot what i said last week i feel like i was just kind of angry but like now i'm kind of for him like i read the interview and i'm i'm here for him well, here's hoping we get to see him doing some really, really weird shit in the next few years. That, and also, I really just can't wait for Kissing Booth 2. And I, I will be recapping. Alex won't be joining, but, like, I'll be recapping that for sure. Yeah, um, I'm not watching that. Back to our girl Barb. She's been posting a lot about our previous home city, Portland, which hey. right now is super fucked up. Um, I don't want to go too deep into it because that's not the point of the episode today, but you know, do your research, look into what's going on in Portland, Oregon. It's really fucking awful. They've said the feds there to basically bash and baton peaceful protesters. So she's been posting a lot about that and saying how it's super fucked up. Yeah, not just to beat people, but, like, disappearing people off the street, like, Gestapo style. Like, mm-hmm. unmarked vans, unlike ununiformed officers well you can't even say they're officers they don't have they don't identification have or uniforms and they're just like nabbing people off the street which if that's not terrifying to you at surface level it should be and i'm not going to go into it more than that but no but i will say this in our shit. i will say this though in our link in bio in our anti-racist resource list there is a petition that you can sign to get those feds the fuck out of there so please if you have time go sign that petition because portland is such a beautiful city and i don't want to see them get fucked by deserves Trump. better so, other than that, um, Storm posted a really cute Insta post of her and her mom dancing about some good news, but they don't reveal what the good news is, so I'm dying to know. The so only, mysterious. Yeah, the only thing they put was hashtag a seed and wings production. So, I'm wondering if she's starting her own production company. She could, like, she's young and smart and has a lot of money. I don't know. Or maybe she's doing a new movie. I don't know. Hmm. But I looked up the production company, if that's what it is, and there was nothing to be found. So must be All under wraps. All right. <laughs> maybe it's like a weird like bio like engineering project where they're going to like try to give seeds wings. That is absolutely not what Storm is doing. Yes. <laughs> Anything, it. it's, like a, it's like a teen like TV production company, I bet. Ugh. Or film. Whatever. I feel like she's probably like... She probably is going to, like, I don't know, star and produce a film of some sort. All right. Then we've got Angus. Angus also posted about a young teen movie studio, and it's all based on skaters, Alex. I feel like you'd be really into it. They're called Illegal Civ. He posted a really cute picture of him wearing a shirt that said Illegal Civ. Apparently, I, I did as much research as I could. I couldn't find a lot other than skating videos on YouTube, but apparently it is... In their About Me on YouTube, it says, First Teen Movie Studio. So, Sweet. I think he's just well, out there repping for I'm young I'm here teens. for that. Skaters in the net past, in like, trouble. 30 years have proved to be, like, an incredibly artistic group yeah. of people. And there have been some amazing artists that have come out of kind of, like, the the skate video culture. People like Spike Jones and stuff. Um, I didn't know that, really. Yeah, I mean, Spike Jones came up doing, like skate videos and like jackass and stuff and then ended up being like a really really good like talented filmmaker that's um, cool and i mean there's a bunch of other people like that we already referenced uh, my boy jerry Shu previously who has his little <laughs> brand sci- not little it's a cool brand sci-fi fantasy um but yeah i mean skaters end up doing a lot of really cool shit but yeah that's all for angus he's just kind of you know still out there doing his thing definitely doing the lord's work out Sweet. there protesting still doing all the same shit sweet 
The only other recaps were really just Sydney Sweeney. She posted a funny photo montage of her golfing. So she's <laughs> she's really like hey. living her best life. She, she said might delete late. She's in Salem. She's probably golfing at some courses I've played at. Really? Yeah. Salem's like I mean the best golf courses near Salem are if you go way south or if you go up to Portland. So if she oh. went up to Portland. Well dang, don't go to Portland, up? Sydney Sweeney, stay safe. But yeah, she was golfing and it was like might delete later if I like suck at golf or something like that. I don't know. Shout out. So Sydney Sweeney, living her best life. I mean it. She's like on that full vacation. She deserves it though, that resume. Man, she had a she had a busy couple of years, so Hell good yeah. for her. Um, other than that, algae, nothing new. Just favorite peace and blessings every day. He's always like posting these posts that are like hustle, like do your thing, like hustle it out today. Favorite peace and blessings on you all. He says that like every day. So, you know, all right. I'm here with algae. Favor, peace and fever, blessings. Peace and blessings. <laughs> no, favor. Not fever. Favor, peace it's and blessings on until, all our uh, euphorians. It's fever till corona's over. I love algae. I just stand algae so much harder than I used to. I just, he's my boy. Hell yeah. That's it though. That's not the most exciting, but you know, Euphoria cast, they're always up to something. There's the wrap up. Sweet. So now I feel like we should dive into our topic of the episode, which is cancel culture. Cancel culture. What does cancel culture mean to you, Paige? Cancel culture to me means I'm so like you mean from my perspective. I mean like what is it? Yeah, what is yeah. cancel? Well, like I mean to cancel have a discussion, culture. we need to have like some agreed upon definition. And I mean, there's all definitions of it are pretty vague. So what's it okay. mean to you? Cancel culture to me means you are canceling an individual. For the purpose of discontinuing their ability to have an income based on your following. So, does that, is that a weird definition? It's always in reference to your own following? Like, what does your following have to do with cancel culture? Well, if I'm canceling someone, I'm purposefully removing them. I'm not following them because I don't want to contribute to anything that might give them an income or a platform Mm, okay so not super about your own following just more about like a yeah cool yeah that's pretty much what i agree and what the internet says it usually this is like a boycott on someone um and i think it's interesting that most definitions of it and most discussions of it talk about a boycott of a person and they usually say like as as you would boycott a business um and what i think is lacking about that definition is that these people are also businesses they are businesses. people that are up for canceling anyone that has a high enough profile to be canceled is a business their personality exactly. their life their brand their social media everything is monetized so it's not like you're canceling a person like you would cancel or boycott a business you are boycotting a business you are and that's how... Um, um, but yeah, that's... I think that's... Is the that general. the definition that you found, like, the, the yeah, clearest I just, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think uh, a lot of the definitions miss that aspect, that it's not uh, necessarily just about the person's clout or influence. They are literally a business, and by removing access to them or support for them, you're not only just, like, decreasing their visibility. You are essentially boycotting a business. Yeah. Um, Which I stand by 100%. And that, to me, has always been the definition. So I guess I'll say why. I'm the one that, like, thought of this topic. And Alex was kind of like, ooh, interesting. Like, why? I was thinking with everything going on, you know, especially pertaining to the Black Lives Movement, it's obviously been a more prevalent conversation. Because, you know, some of us, as we mentioned last episode, are just waking up and realizing that there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in our country Others have known about this a long time, but haven't really done much to make changes, meaning like they're still following people that promote hate and do stupid shit because that's just like the generation we're in. It's like, oh, well, like they said, sorry, it's okay. Like, give them another chance. Mm -hmm. So I think right now the reason it's a topic of conversation is very obvious. It's like we're all trying to be a little more woke. It's like, whoa, we need to like take a step back, see who's out there and 
kind of decide like who should be having a platform right now. Yeah, hopefully this is a time when everyone's reevaluating who they support and why. Um, because your support gives them money and influence. And there is no way to like mince that term. So let's be super fucking clear about it. Your follow on Instagram is currency. Your follow on Twitter, whatever, like I mean, there's way more explicit ways like buying their fucking makeup or whatever, but that follow alone gives them money. Your YouTube view mm-hmm. gives them money. So yeah, and it's not just to buying be their super product. fucking clear. This is all monetary, yes. and it's all about what you are doing. So if you Watching follow their someone, too, that's a new one. Just Watching flat their out, they're making money off your follow. So, and you might think, I think also I stumble upon the idea of like, oh, but if I unfollow, like, is that really going to make a difference? It's kind of like what you said last episode. Like if I sign this petition, does it really matter? And you realize through everything that's going on in the world and in the country right now that yes, this shit does matter. So yeah, you're one person and you might unfollow and you think it does nothing, but no, it, it does something because if you're not doing it, then you can, it's safe to assume no one else is doing it. Well, more problematic, I think, or not more problematically, I think more importantly, it should be less about whether it does anything and more about having your own moral compass yes. and staying true to it. Like you knowingly, are contributing to their platform you're putting money in their pocket even if it's not your money you're putting money in their pocket so are you morally okay with doing that for this given person Um, and i think that is a far more important question to ask yourself than whether it does anything because sadly a whole reason cancel culture has arisen is that people in power are never held accountable especially in this country there is zero accountability for people with power or fame And that's why cancel culture, in part, has arisen. Um, And there may be some aspect of this that we will never be able to get rid of. No matter how successful cancel culture may become, hypothetically, um, we may never be able to hold the people in power accountable. And that's a reality that's shitty to grapple with. Uh, But the inverse of that is that you have to then look at yourself and decide if you are living your life in a way that you're morally okay with and that you can move forward with. Um, So maybe you will never be able to impact this famous person's influence or power or whatever, but you can still influence your own like your own way of like moving through the world and your life yes. and what you're doing and what you're comfortable and with. And that eventually permeates, right? Like that eventually does. Like if you have friends or family members that look up to you or hopefully. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah. So I went about and asked on our Insta stories a couple of questions that I felt were very important to open this discussion. So the first question I asked was, do you believe in cancel culture on some sort of level? Mm-hmm. Alex, what were the stats on this? 85% of our fans that responded said, yes, we believe in cancel culture. Uh, obviously, 15% then said no. So um, that's pretty shocking to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to lay it all out, and then we'll like kind of go over our own thoughts yeah, on all of this. But I was pretty shocked by the results. I, for some reason, thought most of these would be more forgiving, but a lot of people were like here for cancel culture. So interesting. The next question was, do you think it's okay to cancel someone who is actively promoting hate on the internet? Yeah. um, 88% (laughs) of people said cancel them. um, Which is great. Good. 12% of people said give them a second chance. chance. Um, Yeah. But you know what? 88's a good number. Yeah. we'll, we'll, We'll discuss all this in a sec. And then I asked... You know, this was more of an open question, so it wasn't a poll. You could write in if you wanted. I said, if you're okay with canceling someone, why are you okay with it? I'm not going to read all the answers, but I'll read a couple to you, Alex, and you can kind of, like, tell me your thoughts or laugh or whatever. And I'm keeping them anonymous because I told all of our followers I would. Of course. So we got one response. Honestly, I'm 50-50 on it because cancel culture is very toxic. We can go over that a little later. But what are your first thoughts on that? My first thoughts are that this is this is something we've encountered when talking to some people in our lives about events that are going on now, which is that people have a concern that's a, a real concern, uh, but they get caught up on this real concern. But if you were to list how many things you're concerned about in order of priority, it's insanely low on the list. Got it. So to me, it's like, 
am I concerned that toxic that like cancel culture could become toxic or could go too far? Yes, that's a real concern in a society that prizes free speech as someone that like appreciates comedy. I can see that that concern exists. Yeah. But how concerned am I about that in reality? Not like that very concerned. very little concerned. There is real actual fucked up shit happening on the regular. There have been very few examples of cancel culture being so awful or fucked up or toxic that it's like completely fucked up the life of someone totally innocent. So yeah. I'm not very concerned about that right now. So it's totally. like Yeah. Intellectually, my, my, it's an interesting thing to talk about, but yeah. it's not really worth that much time right now to me. Yeah, personally. my only two cents would be like, is it, I, I think a lot of people love to focus on cancel culture being toxic when really I think we should be talking about it's toxic that certain people are not canceled. That yep. would be my, that's all I have to say yeah. on that. Is I, think, to- I think there yes. should be more conversation. It frustrates me that people with huge platforms are very at least most of the people i follow with very big platforms are very quick to be like cancel culture is toxic like do not promote it it's not okay like and you know why they do that i'll tell you right now because i work in the industry a and b i know friends that are influencers and it's because you make money yeah as an influencer so you'd be stupid not to promote Please, no, 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 don't cancel people. Because you're secretly inside, like, if I ever fuck up, I don't want to be canceled. All those people want their second, their third, their their fourth, their fifth chance. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course they're going to say, I don't support it. Like, it's toxic, whatever. Totally. So I'll read, like, two more. Okay. Um, This person wrote in, I think we should be bringing up people whether or not they've done bad or good things in their past and address it and show that they've grown. I think this is important. Um, I don't think it's okay to hate someone if they have grown, especially if there is evidence of them growing. Um, It kind of goes on and on, but in essence, it kind of, it's a longer response, but they concluded with saying, I think often celebrities apologize just to get it off their back, but they might not truly mean it or be genuine. So, yeah. That (laughs) is accurate, accurate. but is the understatement of the century. I can't think of a single genuine apology I've seen from anyone in, like, fucking years. No, it's all It couldn't be more obvious that every single one of these apologies is so fucking hackneyed and bullshit and fake and not heartfelt. It's all strategic. And they're not... It's not even... A quality job of being strategic like i know it's usually it's like really real, bad like, like really if you had a true like crisis management like expert a or somebody on the here that like really knew what the fuck they were doing these apologies would be a lot better but almost We've every single time that, they're though. just bullshit so back in our day alex and i you know we're pro- well, alex is 30 <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'm approaching 30 shut so we're a little up. we're a little older but back in the day I mean, you used to have a, a publicist that pretty much, like, coached you through everything. And, yes, like, actors have this still, musicians, whatever. But it's definitely not as, like, prevalent today, especially for influencers. Like, they have managers, but they don't have publicists most of the time. They or don't. if they have them, they're trash. Yeah. Because I see, like, just trash PR from influencers But I don't think the they do, part. is what I'm saying. I really don't think most do unless they're celebrity level. Well, they fucking should, because it would save them millions of dollars. I know, they're it's horrible. It's not that complicated. Like, I'll list a very quick example without going down a rabbit hole. When the whole James Charles thing came about, cancel culture kind of got brought up again in, like, a very strong, like, overnight viral, mm-hmm. like, drama. There was all this shit going down, yep. so people brought it up as a topic. And his apology video was appallingly bad. It was, like, mm-hmm. the worst apology I have ever seen in my life. And granted, like, maybe he didn't need to apologize, which is funny. Because now all this shit's coming out that everything that was said about him was wrong. But he apologized for it. He probably still it. needed to apologize. I know. I'm but sure he's done plenty of sus stuff. A hundred percent. But I'm saying his apology video was, like, a, a laughing a stock. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Everyone's okay. apology videos. So the last one I'll say is... One of our followers said, um, because fame is like a knife. And that made me laugh because I didn't really understand that response. Because it's like, if you are okay with canceling someone, why are you okay with it? And the answer was, because fame is like a knife. <laughs> what would you have to say to that? I, I'm not like trying to laugh I at it. Like, I'm like glad that. they responded. But... I mean, I don't know if this is what they intended. But my interpretation is that 
fame is dangerous and if you pick up the proverbial knife and play with fame you know that you're in for some shit and the consequences might be high um so potentially you could be canceled and you have to be okay with that as an influencer going into the game so if that was what they meant by it i really like it and if not yeah i I thought it was funny it's kind of cryptic and cool but so the other question i'm not going to read too many responses because they were all the same it was just if you're not okay with canceling someone why are you against it literally every single response we got was essentially just saying i believe in second chances Mm mm-hmm so then the very last question I asked was, do you feel pressure to allow people second chances? Mm-hmm. Alex, what were our results? The results to that question were 55% of people said that they did feel pressured to give people second chances. To me, that's super interesting. Which is, that's a lot of people. Half of, more than half said they felt some degree of pressure to give someone a second chance. It's, it's so silly. What do you silly. make of this, Paige? What do you think about second chances? I don't know. So I'm more, you know, Alex and I are very cutthroat people. We have very strong opinions, right? But I would say I'm a little, like, a a little more forgiving than Alex. Like, you're more full-blown, like, nope, you're out. I'm kind of like, it depends. For me, I it's not that I don't believe in second chances. It's just that it's like what you just said earlier. To me, that's not relevant. I don't really give a flying fuck if this person gets a second chance because I'm feeding them money by following them. They're getting ahead of me in life. They are living a very luxurious, beautiful life. Most influencers make a pretty penny, let me tell you. Because once again, I work in this industry, I know... They make a lot of money. So for me, I don't really care about second chances because I don't know them personally. Mm-hmm. So like, if, if you're asking me, would I give Alex Miller a second chance if he fucked up? Yes, because I know you. I love you. I know a lot about you. Like, I could mm-hmm. go on and on and on. An influencer, I don't know shit about you, so I don't care. If you do something that's fucked up in uh, my eyes, but the fans I'm not think there. They, the, the, but the fans think they know them. The whole that the whole influencer true. relationship is designed to give you the feeling that you know that person sure. intimately when you really you don't at all. Sure, but I would say, yeah, you absolutely do not know these people. Yep. You could think you know you, me, and Alex. Yeah, from quick reminder: podcast, you, you don't, don't know, know shit about any influencer. You no, <laughs> I mean, it's all a fucking. We're a little illusion. more raw and authentic than most people, but even then, it people don't really know us. All an illusion. Everything is an illusion. I think absolutely, yes. And I think if you don't think that, then you're really like, you need to wake up. Yep. So for me, uh, it's not that I don't believe in a second chance for a human being. It's that I don't really believe in second chances for influencers because by giving them that platform and that quote-unquote chance, it's like you're just like still funding their like glamorous, beautiful life. And it's like, but why? And on what... Unless they're just, like, this amazing person doing a lot of good in the world, I don't really care to give someone a second chance, but Mm -hmm. that's just me. Here are my thoughts on it. I think there's two things. Number one... I'm also... I think everyone... Sorry, go ahead. Before you go, all I will say is Alex and I have a little bit different... I feel like our answers are coming from different places because I'm thinking mostly YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I feel like you're thinking, like music celebrity no, same thing it's i think really? it's universal okay. i'm just making sure because like law to me these laws are universal okay cool i was just double checking <laughs> so my thoughts on it are this first of all everyone approaches the discussion of canceling as if it is someone's life it's not this isn't whether i would give someone a chance at life like i'm not That's gonna extreme. i'm not condemning this person to death it's approached in very but extreme terms. But cancel culture is tied with that. Do you it's know what not. I mean? It's not tied with that. It's their fucking job. It's their job. We're talking about should someone essentially lose their job over something, over saying the N-word, over doing something really shady, over like True. making jokes about be about pedophilia. Like, should someone lose their job over something like that? Yes. To me, hands down, I don't, I've never experienced a work culture and I don't really want to experience a work <laughs> culture where something like that happens and you don't get fired. You should fucking get fired for that. And that's pretty Absolutely. like self-explanatory to me. So I feel like everyone gets very impassioned about this and acts like you're trying to like murder this person or like they should be sent to hell for this. And it's like, no, they just should lose their fucking job. Well, so... 
I'm going to cut you off just for a second. The reason that that's all tied into this is because I 100% agree with you. Yes. But it's been twisted and turned. And the reason influencers are so sensitive to it, at least the reasons they say they are, are because the trolls online are so, so like evil and bad that like they're literally like wishing suicide. So like if you have a platform of, let's say, you know, over 15 million people following you and a couple million of those people are telling you to, like, go hang yourself for a mistake you made, that is why most people say cancel culture is toxic because it literally leads these young kids who have this platform, this career, to, like, being suicidal, which is fucked up. Like, we're not for that, obviously. You and I are not, but... But fame is like a knife. And if you get famous and if you choose fame and choose this career path, you have to know that this is something that comes with the territory. Absolutely. Just like literally on on its surface level, if you are choosing a career as an influencer, you have to be comfortable accepting that you will get death threats. Like, yeah. if I were I to sit down with that. some an, ex, an aspiring influencer as, like, a manager or career coach, I'd say, are you okay with the possibility that you will receive death threats? And this is, like, the reality, And pe- but people don't talk about this. People, like, just gloss over this shit. And it's like, this is a career, and any career you enter into, you have to decide whether you you're suited for... Yeah. You, don't, no, you don't have to be tough-skinned, but you have to decide, am I a good match for the realities of this career? And if you're not, then you should not pursue that career. I and the agree. career the career of being an influencer and a public persona comes with some great upsides and some really fucked up downsides. So yeah. fame is like a knife. Like <laughs> you're gonna get death threats if you're an influencer, or you have to at least be comfortable accepting the possibility that you might. So yes, this yeah. happens and it's fucked up, and I'm not supporting that, but this isn't related to cancel yeah. culture. If you're an influencer, and you never do anything fucked up, you're going to probably get death Totally. Like, like, Sophia Bush, she's a huge activist that I follow. She was on One Tree Hill. She's got a, a very large following. She gets death threats every day, and she hasn't ever been canceled or has been brought up as someone who makes mistakes. But like you just said, that made me think of that. It's like, but yep. she receives death threats literally daily. So, yep. so first, I agree with you, but I, all I will say, though, is that... It, what are your thoughts, though, on when celebrities, people of platforms bring up the point where they're like, but this should not be an issue. We shouldn't have to be signing on the dotted line saying, yes, we are OK with people threatening our lives. That doesn't matter. That's just an, that's just you, you ignoring just reality. We should accept and not try to change. I don't I guess think you that you can't try it. to change it. But I think to say otherwise is to ignore reality. People are people, and human beings have been savage as fuck for all of eternity. So if you are going to be in the public eye, you are going to face savage as fuck people. And it's great if you want to advocate to change that, and maybe someday it'll change. But the reality right now is that that's the deal. So you're either cool with it or you're not cool with it. And it's never going to change. No. Sadly, that is something that I think people, like, don't understand is... It's just... it, It really isn't something that you can, like, measure or change. Mm-hmm. There's no like measurable action. Like you can't like have a petition and say, "Hey, let's sign to like never send a death threat to a celebrity." Like that's it's just not, not something you going, can like change. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's tough. We're we can't even fucking get like white supremacy out. We so you're not, gonna receiving fucking, you're not gonna stop receiving fucking. You're not gonna stop when like we as a country know that there are people that have committed murders and we know their faces and their names and we're doing nothing about it. So you getting an anonymous, vague death threat on Twitter is not ever going to be something that really goes away. Totally. Like, but sorry. but on that note, you read me some interesting news about Justin Bieber today that I think oh, you should share. Okay. It's not relevant to Euphoria, but it's relevant to the topic of cancel culture. Um, yeah, a court is allowing Justin Bieber to subpoena twitter for the identity of two women that falsely accused him of sexual assault um which i think is great because the anonymity of the internet leads to a lot of fucked up shit personally i approach all of life like if you're going to put something down on paper or on the internet you should you're you're f- held signing responsible. your fucking name to that shit and saying this is what i believe and i stand by it um so i don't mind this but anyways getting back to cancel culture my first thought on it is this like this extremity where it's like you're acting like you're ending someone's life my second thought on it is that second chances are earned not given i have no interest in giving someone a second chance but if this person disappears from the public eye and then spends years doing great work and philanthropy or learning or starts Mm -hmm. some project or just 
works their way back in the good graces of the public, then I can accept the idea of them having earned a second chance. They have shown that I they like learn from their experience. Like, I am not anti-second chance, but second chances are earned, not given. You have to go Alex, and that's do, like a famous quote. You have to Alex go Miller, second chances the, are earned, You have to go do the given. fucking work. Like, I'm not going to just hand you a second chance just because you got on YouTube and said, I'm sorry. You haven't done anything yet. You haven't shown that you've changed. You've said you're going to change. You've promised you're going to change, but I don't give a fuck. Like, True. go disappear become better and then you can come try again and if you've done a good enough job then you can earn a second chance and if you do a shit job then you can go fuck off again that's (laughs) actually like alex that's like a famous quote like i feel like that should be on your gravestone thank you i mean i'm not wishing death upon you but like (laughs) if you did die i might be like well alex's last like really profound words were a second chance is earned not given so those are my thoughts on this this big second chance thing (laughs) everyone likes i like the idea of a second chance too but it has to be the story it has to be a redemption story you have to go actually like work hard and earn it so what's our next point that we kind of want to like dive into on this topic so i thought it was interesting to talk about Um, There's all this discussion of cancel culture and stuff, but is cancel culture even effective? Does it ever result in actual change? Um, Which is is interesting because I just watched the story of someone from my high school that's a, a big influencer today. I won't, you know, put her on the spot, but she posted something about cancel culture and how it's just so awful for influencers because some of these influencers work so hard to like build their business from the ground up. And if they make one mistake, you're like taking away their business. Obviously, you know, Alex and I stance on that, which is great. Good. You should lose your business. Yeah. Your job is to have attention. That makes me realize what a, what a waste of energy and time to even discuss that on a platform where you have hundreds of thousands of followers how about you talk about things it's just taking place in real life that you can actually create change for so you saying that out loud made me realize why waste your time and energy talking about not promoting cancel culture when no one is ever fucking canceled there's no proof of anyone really ever fucking being canceled i mean that idea alone is disgusting like it's your job and if your job is to have attention to detail to put out public statements and pieces of work publicly on behalf of a brand yourself or say like say like you run a twitter account for a company your job is to be attentive to detail and not make some monumental fuck up on behalf of the brand even if the brand is yourself and if you do you There's should expect to get fired like yeah. or have pay some consequence like for yeah. your mistake well, a good and i example, think that's completely one, fair that's one the I'll bring up deal. that's pretty relevant that's work yeah one that that's I'll having bring up, a job like one that i'll bring up that's pretty relevant is uh hannah brown on is that her name i honestly don't even know because i don't care she's on the she was on the bachelor but it was a big huge scandal because right before the black lives movement kind of started she said the n-word on her tiktok Mm -hmm. and a lot of people mainly i hate to say it but mainly like conservative idiot like white basic girls but a lot of them were like give her a second chance she didn't mean to and what you just said earlier it's earned it's not given it's like i'm not here to say like i i don't think she deserves to be you know have get death threats i don't deep deep down i don't i because i I won't say any more on it, but I don't think she deserves death threats, but I do think she deserves to lose her business. Yeah. Because guess what? Like you just said, if she worked at SeatGeek where I work and you used that word I tweeted out the and N-word, tweeted that out, you'd be fired. I'd get fired. So, yeah, and that's I fair. think she should be fired, meaning I don't think she should get the influencer glamorous life she has. I think yep. that should be a lesson and you move on with life, right? But no, she's thriving and is doing better than ever. So it's, I just yeah. wanted to bring that up as an example of something where I'm like, I understand that that's, I don't, I don't really understand why people want to promote this like language of let's not engage in cancel culture. It's like, why not? Yeah, why not? This no is one great. ever learns if you don't cancel their business. If you don't fire them from their job, they don't learn. Right. And like I said earlier, it's hard for people in power to be held accountable. And this is a small way that people have some degree of the possibility of holding someone accountable for their action. Um, And on the topic of like holding people accountable, 
uh, that kind of harkens back to the history of cancel culture, which traditionally comes out of like a black civil rights movement boycott, um, saying essentially like we don't have the ability to do anything about businesses that are white supremacists or doing this because we're not supported by the law, but we don't have to spend money there. And as a sizable population, you can hurt them by not spending your money there. Um, So the tradition of cancel culture goes back to that, which is um, just like all the protests and everything that's going on right now. Disenfranchised people without power have used what they do have, um, which is always numbers and money to uh to impact to, to influence change or hurt, to hit them where it hurts the pocketbook yeah exactly yeah, um the term itself comes from uh new jack uh, well the first usage is in new jack swing with oh. uh or new jack city with wesley snipes excuse me um where he tells it's a classic it's a misogynist joke where he tells a woman that she is canceled and to get him another hoe or something he tells his manager <laughs> like get get some other like paid woman in here like she's canceled and then Lil Wayne referenced that on a song in like 2010 and then it started being used on black twitter in like 2012 or between 12 and 15 so that's really where it all stems from as far as we know the history of the term yeah wow i did not know that the history of uh cancel culture and the can the word cancel damn um I mean, it makes sense, but... but yeah, back on the topic of, like, whether it's even effective or not, um, I think we've seen that it can, like, damage people in the pocketbook sales-wise, like, people like Jeffree Star getting, like, makeup deals canceled. Yeah, um, or getting dropped by huge brands. But in terms of, like, truly canceling people, I was looking into, like, who has ever been successfully fully canceled, and almost no one has. I think there were there were only four people I could come up with where, Who were they? by pretty much all definitions, they were fully, totally, and always canceled. Um, and they're Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, and Jussie Smollett. Wow. Those I mean, were the only four. Even to people be fair, like R. Kelly um, still saw a huge rise in their streams from the publicity of their like cancellation yeah. or their scandals or whatever. So they still made net net more money than they were making prior to being canceled so it's hard to consider someone canceled if they're making more money than they were before interesting well those the lists you just named though i'm like laughing to myself because i'm like yeah i mean none of those i'm i have a problem with being canceled fully like bye and there have been boys they're all boys right (laughs) yeah yep and there were comedians that were like considered canceled but still went on to like sell out shows and have specials or this or that jesse smollett for me is honestly one of the worst yeah fuck that guy right that's the guy that did the hate crime against himself yeah he basically like faked Uh, a hate crime (laughs) that is like the lowest of the low that story shooketh me to my that was a wild one yeah but those are the only four people i could I could really say that I personally came across I'm where I was like, Bill Cosby they were was really fully canceled. Fully I feel canceled. like that's some shit people would give excuses for because that the Cosby show was such a big hit. You know what I mean though? Like yeah, I'm not, it probably I'm not helps. saying he shouldn't be canceled. It probably helps that he's not like still really working. Um True. if he was, people might give him a chance. Um, Is he in jail? Uh, I don't he's think not. so. No, I don't think so. Damn, I'll check. Weinstein's be. in jail. Well, yeah. Um, Kevin little... Spacey just, I don't think, has really been able to work <laughs> since then. Um, He's a psychopath. He, like, even movies that were in production where he had finished his filming, they, like, they went and refilmed it with another actor. House of Cards um, was like, bye. So, yeah, he was pretty pretty fully uh, what officially What was Jesse Smollett in? I don't even know. He was him. on that show Empire. And as far as I know, he hasn't been able to do anything Well, since. good. He should never. See, a good example of. Cancel culture. Good. Canceled. Bye. Yep. So, Bye, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Damn. Well, thanks for looking that up. I actually... Those are good. Those make sense, in other words. But mm-hmm. but it's astounding to me that there aren't more on that list. Yep. So here's, uh, here's another question for you. Who is the number one person you want to see canceled? Oh, that is a tough question, Alex. Okay. I'll start off by saying the obvious that neither of us can say is Trump because we absolutely want him canceled. That's pretty. Yeah, duh. That doesn't count. I know, but I'm just putting that out there so that no one understands or so that everyone understands where I stand. Mine would have to be Logan and Jake Paul. Mm. That's my number one. Would agree with that. I 
think I'm still making plenty of money. I have no empathy. I have no sympathy. I don't care. They've made multiple egregious, disgusting. They're trash. Unforgivable mistakes. Not even mistakes. Um, unforgivable. Intentionally fucked up yeah, militia intentionally shit. Intentionally fucked up militia shit. Mm-hmm. And they haven't even asked for a second chance. It's not like they like went out and said sorry. I mean, sh- when I say that, I mean like they didn't even try. It's like they did like the classic PR round of interviews with like Good Morning America. I mean, they've done it all, but it, it could not be more scripted. Mm-hmm. And I'm just over it. I can't believe they still not only have a platform, but like you said, they make money and probably more money than they ever have. And I have nothing else to say other than I think they're disgusting. And if they ever listen to this, I hope they do. And I hope you boys are canceled. Yep. I definitely agree Fuck with that one. Logan and Jake Paul. You heard it here first. Yeah. Agree or, with that. Or you heard it here for the thousandth fucking time. Why are they not canceled? Agree with that, hands down. Who's your? Who are yours? Ooh, or who's your person? I don't know. I think it's hard to it's hard to say. There's so many. I'm very much in the camp of cancel everyone. I'm. I just want everyone to be canceled. Um, but I think <laughs> right now I would have to say Kanye West, um, because he continues to be incredibly irresponsible with his platform in disseminating false and damaging information. Um, in supporting Trump and so many other things. I mean, today, <laughs> um, today, tell, yeah. tell our listeners today if they haven't heard yet. Today, he was slandering Harriet Tubman, like what saying the fuck? that she just brought black people to work for like new white masters. Um, you yeah. can't even like. I mean, these are the kind of discussions where you can't even like talk about that. It's just so, and like, it's hard. It's I think. I think people have said this a long time, and I will acknowledge it. I think Kanye West um, has needed and still needs, like, some degree of, like, treatment or medication or therapy or something. Like, he typically does not come across as, like, stable in most of these things. Um, But yet he's still treated very much like this is all, like, normal and sane and, like, rational stuff. Um, and I guess actually this brings me to someone I want canceled even more than Kanye West. I want Chris Jenner canceled more than Kanye West. I think Chris Jenner is one of the most problematic people in all of American media and everyone ignores it. Everyone ignores that she pimped out her children, all of her children from an age when they were too early to consent to build a media empire off of them at the clear expense of their mental health. Kourtney Kardashian um, being an example. And now she and she has now drawn in Kanye West and does the same thing to him. I think it could not be clear that Kanye West needs help to especially to someone that close to him, and yet she is out here basically like supporting his political campaign, saying she wants to be part of it or his vice president or whatever. Like essentially like honoring his insane like delusion of grandeur and Damn. buying into like his like bizarro fantasy You heard it here first. Alex wants Chris Jenner canceled. I can't say I agree. uh, Yeah, I think it's disgusting, and I'm very disappointed that everyone just continuously, like, looks up to her as, like, this, like, businesswoman when it's, like, yeah, if you want to classify a businesswoman as so ruthless that she's, like, pinned her her own children, then, yeah, yeah, she is that, but I don't think that that's the model of, like, a successful businesswoman we want to look up to. Like, there are businesswomen, women that are compassionate and also successful, um, and I don't I don't disagree with you, but if we go down that rabbit hole, we'll be here a while. I don't disagree with you, though. I do think she's very problematic in many ways, but I would not cancel her. I would cancel Kanye, so I agree with you. Those are my, those are mine, um... And as a uh, as Any a closing thoughts, yeah. I think as a closing point, this is a rabbit hole we are not going to go down at length. But I think it's one of the most interesting and difficult questions about canceled people: is what do you do about their work? What do you do when this person is a great artist that has produced um, film or music so or like a good comedy or whatever amazing Jackson. stuff? Like, what do you do if you can all agree that that person is problematic and should be canceled? What do you do about the body of work they've? accumulated so like um like, how said, do you like, like michael jackson and r kelly like, like talking do you, about their legacy and their work do you still like play mj at your like school dance do you still like listen to r kelly on the weekends when you're drinking like what do you think about that 
I think that's really tough. And like you said, I think that we could talk about that for another 30 minutes. So I won't go too in depth. But I do think... I do think a lot of these things are situational, but I guess my personal stance on it is that since the revolution has amped up recently, I might have different thoughts. I used to be more of a person that was a little more passive and a little more like I can separate the art from the person, but lately my thoughts have been changing a bit. So mm-hmm. I'm not okay. going to sit here and say I'm a perfect person, meaning I'm not going to not play like thriller around Halloween. Like that's just not, that's not where I'm at yet, but one day I might be. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like in the middle. I'm trying to figure it out for myself. I think I've come up with like some rudimentary ground rules for myself, which is uh, mostly about money and appreciation for work. And my, the way I think about it is this, you could, any work by anyone can be appreciated on its own but you can't cannot and should not look at it in a vacuum you can acknowledge that there are issues with the creator um, Mm -hmm. and talk about that and talk about its relation to the work but you can still appreciate the work for what it is for its impact for its influence in history or whatever Um, But the second part of that is the money, which is, do you want to give that person money? And for me, the answer is always no. Um, So if the person's already dead, which is very often the case, I mean, we have hundreds and hundreds, I mean, there's thousands of years of human history and lots, let's like not mince words, tons of the great art of all humanity has been created by incredibly fucked up people. Yeah. Um, but they're dead. So consuming their art has no impact on you. Not, you're not supporting their career. You're not giving them money. You're also not giving um, them a platform if they're dead. They're already right. dead. So you should, <laughs> you can and should have conversations about them and what's problematic about them, but you can, all, can and should also appreciate the work for what it is. But when people are alive, I am staunchly no, give them no money. Um, but a lot of the time, that's super simple. Like if you want to listen to R. Kelly's music, just don't do it from, like, his official YouTube channel or whatever. Like, do, like, just find the, like, non-official version. Like, yeah. it's usually really easy But to... also read a room. I mean, read people, a room. everyone, like... Do you know what I mean, though? If you're in a room full of women at, like, a party, maybe don't put on R. Kelly. It's not the best look. I mean, that's a whole... Does that make that sense, That is though? a I'm just way other discussion. But people... I'm talking right now about, like, where you... Your money and where it goes. If you listen it, to someone's official stream on Spotify, if you watch their official video on YouTube, on their giving, channel or whatever, them. they are making money. Yep. So don't do that that if you still want to appreciate the work find a way that doesn't give them money which is usually incredibly easy totally um fucking get on the pirate bay like it's like 2008 like whatever just you just know don't, yeah. there are tons of ways to pirate content so bother like spend the time to not to make sure you're not giving them money to add my concluding thoughts to all of this can we please take pride in that there's probably no one from euphoria hopefully that will ever be canceled let us hope. Euphoria cast is just, they are not to be canceled. Let us hope. Cancel culture does not exist in euphoric. They are so euphoric. They rise I have above. no hope for anything in the world, <laughs> but I will say that it seems very unlikely that anyone on the Euphoria cast will do anything mega problematic anytime soon. Agreed. And also... That's the most I'll say, but I... And I feel thing. like season two will be... I really have very high hopes for season two. I'm just amped. They better I'm excited. knock that shit out the park. I think, well, they've got the time. Goddamn, it's I delayed know. enough. I know. Well, that was a good discussion. I really liked what we talked about. I think that was all good shit. I hope you all were able to, I don't know, gain a little more insight. Thank you for participating, by the way, in all the questions we asked. It was really interesting to hear that pretty much 50-50 people felt pressure in cancel culture, which... Yeah, don't don't feel pressured. Yeah, don't feel pressured. Like, this is why we have these discussions, right? It's so that you can learn and do your own research and have a brain of your own. Make your own decisions. Like Alex and I said many times, do things for you. Don't give a shit about what anybody Mm. else thinks. If you don't like someone and you want to cancel them, you don't. that doesn't mean go and troll their Instagram and tell them that you wish they were dead. It means do not support, unfollow, and make an inner change. Yep. Agreed. Hold everyone to a fucking high standard. People can and should do better. So yes. hold them. Do better. To <laughs> hold people to higher standards. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And I hate, one more last note that I forgot to say earlier is I hate that people make cancel culture sound negative. 
I think it's a positive. We mm-hmm. should be canceling out hate. It's not okay. It's like what we said in the last episode about racism. It's not okay. You know who makes cancel culture sound negative? Influencers. Because yes. they get to turn the narrative and make themselves the victim, yep. which is what they always want to do. They yeah. get to be victimized by the the vigilantes or the mob or whatever, when in reality, the people who have had to deal with their fucked up shit are the victim, and they are the perpetrator of using like a slur or saying something fucked up. Like, totally. You're not the victim. You're exactly. being held accountable for doing something for wrong. For doing something fucked up. So yeah, I think that was a great discussion. I hope you all gained something from it. I know it probably seemed random and not euphoria related, but we're in kind of a weird limbo. But that being said, next week's episode, next Tuesday, we will be jumping back to an episode that we were supposed to do before shit hit the fan, which was about Alex and I's experience in high school. hey We want to definitely relate a lot of the themes to Euphoria because we definitely want to bounce back on a, on more euphoric content. So we're I'm going to post stories on our Instagram and ask questions. Anything you want to know about Alex and I's high school experience, we're here to tell the tale. And also, you know, I don't know. It would be more fun if they related to Euphoria. So the last time we asked questions, a lot of them were related to drugs, alcohol, sex. So... Oh, yeah. Alice and I are open books, so lay it out. Ask us the tough questions. We're here to, like, answer and have a good time, get drunk, and talk about our dumb high school experiences. Yep, totally. So, on that note, unless you have... Do you have any other ending notes, Alice? I don't. So, I think we're just going to do a quick cheers, and we'll see you Euphorians next week, and we'll talk about high school and how fucked up it is. I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Cheers. You can't even hear it. Cheers. <laughs>